podcast about video games and beer. I'm Ben, and I'm here with Lucy. Hello. And Adol. Hey. Hello, both. Hello. How are we all doing this week? How are you, Lucy? Mm. Okay. <laughs> you know, all things considered, I'm okay. Everything good. Good. Yeah. good. How about you, Adol? Yeah, about the same. Fair. <laughs> How about you, Ben? Yeah, probably about <laughs> the same. <laughs> Still working through lockdown with people in my house driving me nuts. Mm. But there's beers, so we're all good. Uh, let's crack straight into what we're drinking. I'll start with you, Lucy. Water. Ah, <laughs> you're having a water week. Yes. <laughs> That's fair. You've drank all your nice beers, you've got none left. Yeah, that's such a shame. I'm, still, I'm waiting <laughs> on a, a delivery from Attic, who mm. started canning when all this went down. And Burning Soul started canning and Yeah. Uh, these are empty. <laughs> were they were Burning Soul just doing the one was it a stout they were doing? Uh the coconut porter that you had mm. a few weeks ago. And the ice cream pail Yeah, just ice cream pail it's called. Uh I like their can art, it's very pretty. Hmm. That's what I But yeah, this is the first time they've been canning. Um but yeah, the coconut pot is still still good, still nice. Ice cream good. pale. I think that's best to have in the summer. Mm. Maybe just one at a time, because I find it a bit sweet. Um, I bought six of them. So, <laughs> uh, I'm going to drink them slowly, because yeah, they're a bit sweet for me. Yeah, that's fair enough. That's fair. Um, okay, I'm going to um, crack a beer open from a new brewery for me this week. Well, actually, both of my beers are... Um, new breweries that I've never had before. This is Leviathan Brewing. Um, I think they've only just started putting stuff out. Uh, I've seen them a little bit on the socials and um, Bottles and Books had them in. This one is called You and I Should Ride the Coast. It's a 6.5% IPA with Citra, Mosaic and Simcoe. And it does have a nice, a very pleasant can. Mm -hmm. Considering... Um, from what I can see on the socials. <laughs> oh, you got one too. Yeah, except I didn't put it in the fridge. So uh, I guess I'll have this not on the podcast at some later date. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. We should probably have coordinated coordinate. when we're ordering mm. from the same <laughs> stock list. Yes, yes, probably. Um, yeah, the interesting thing about Leviathan is on their socials, everything is either beer or metal. So I'm, I'm just down with that completely. Although the can art doesn't suggest that they're all into metal, but you know, I'll crack this one. Adol, what are you drinking tonight? Um, I think I'm gonna start with Good Chemistry's Dark Energy. Yeah. Nice. It's a Their black cans RTA. are so pretty. Yeah, right. Mm. Um, getting a little flare. Uh, it is. Uh, 7% black IPA. Uh, barley has been grown in space, meaning you could brew beer there if you really wanted to. Pairings are a rainy day, expansions, and keys. 
the stats are the OG is 1.064, the FG is 1.011, the IBU is 50, and it is a nice, healthy 440 milliliters. It is 92% hoppiness, 55% maltiness, 60% bitterness, 48% sweetness. Um, an IPA from the dark side. Fruit, fruity and piney flavors from the Simcoe and Eureka hops combined with the smooth roast of the malt. And that's actually all of them. It's been so long since we've had a beer with, like, legit reams of flavor text. <laughs> <laughs> it has. It has. I'm trying to think. My, uh, the second beer I got does have a little bit of flavor text. Um, but yeah, everyone is, is, I think we talked about it a few weeks back, didn't we? Everyone's electing to, um, stick away from flavor text a little bit. Yep. But that's fine. Um, I've just realized, Lucy, mm-hmm. that, uh, Leviathan Brewing, I mean, they're probably not that close to you, but they're Sutton Coalfield. It's pretty close. Which is pretty close to you, isn't it? Yeah. Midlands, Midlands I knew, Brewing. I knew I, the name rang a bell. Yeah. I was looking at the maybe a few weeks ago. Mm. I was like, oh didn't know there was a brewery in Sutton Coldfield, but there we go. How how new are they? Um I I, I pretty new, I think. Okay. I've only um Bottles and Books had two beers in from them. Um and they've only kind of just started showing up on the socials for me, you know, being mm-hmm. being drunk by other people and stuff. So I've not seen anything from them before. I could probably check Instagram um, in a moment to see kind of how far back their posts and all of that sort of stuff goes to see exactly how new they are. But first, the beer. So it's super clear. Oh, wow, yeah. Really clear IPA. It's a nice sort of bronzy colour to it. The head, um, it frothed as I poured it into the glass, but it's disappeared quite quickly, leaving, you know, about 10 mil of, of head in the glass, which is nice. It's got a lovely, ooh, almost creamy sort of nose to it. Has this got oats in it? Uh, it does have oats in it. Mm. Uh, it doesn't tell me um, the yeast or anything like that. Just water, malt with barley, wheat, oats, hops, yeast. Mm. Uh, but yeah, it definitely has that creaminess on the nose. Mm. Ooh, ooh, that's a bitter boy. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Rolls straight in to that bitterness. It's more piney than dank. Mm. And it runs through kind of all the way. The bitterness doesn't really let up at all. There's a little bit of maybe floral notes in there as well. Kind of just backing it up. Trying to get if there's any citrus or any kind of tropical notes because it was um, Citra Mosaic and Simcoe mm. oh that's going to go down super quick in a good way D- yeah absolutely in a good way it does as as, um, as you don't like Adel it does dry out quite quickly right. and wants me to sort of reach for it a little more but um, the the slight fruit that you get there and those floral notes that you're getting in that uh, they disappear quite quickly and they leave that bitterness that lasts that bitterness lasts a long long time so I'm reaching to get those kind of underlying notes that it has uh, through it but it's it's really really good I'm gonna pull the rest of this in um, and we can come to you Adol how is your beer um, it's got quite a strong head. Uh, 
see it poured a little thick so it was almost mm. like three fingers and it's lingered quite a bit um it's got oddly like tropical fruit nose with then that's followed up by a slight multi-character which you know not surprising when you have a bippa oh that's really good it um that fruitiness from the hops um what did you say it was eureka and simcoe um really lingers throughout um but uh the maltiness and the it's just it's, it's, it's got a nice viscosity to it so it coats the tongue mm. which helps spread the taste around um it finishes a touch bitter but again with this like nice malty backbone mm. um and actually i think it i think in the reams of flavor text it said something about pininess and um there's a moment of pininess but uh, so far it's actually much more subdued which i kind of like i think there's enough going on with like it really tastes like a multi a really heavily malted fruity ipa which is something yeah. that i really really enjoy um nice Good chemistry are really good at getting that uh, multi-balancing, even with their bigger hot profiles on some of their bigger beers like Kokomo Weekend and stuff, they still have a really good malt backbone to their beers. Yeah, very much so. Oh. I'm going to remember the pictures matter. Mm. Um, for everyone's information, Leviathan's Instagram goes back to February 2018 yeah, where they had uh, a, a little picture of their logo um, and then a couple of beers. I think the first beer that was on the Instagram, at least, was called Arise. Yeah. Um, and then there's several since. So about, about two years. I checked the company size. They're incorporated in January 2018. Okay. I like the the yeah. the, the, the social media Ben style research, and then the actual <laughs> corporate research of Lucy's. Like it definitely didn't exist before this point because it wasn't officially a business. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's good. Nice. Right. Where should we start this week? I'm kind of not bowing out this week, but I've 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 had a week of playing almost absolutely nothing. Um, just rolling around in Call of Duty Warzone, getting shot some more, and <sighs> progressing very very slowly through Final Fantasy VII. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just I have not much to report either, but I I do think you should let me know next time you're playing because I've. My sleep habits have been terrible, so I'm usually awake in the night times. Mm. And I haven't played a war zone yet. <laughs> mm. um, and I actually, I think the two games I've been playing slowly uh, are games, one game Lucy plays, one game Ben plays. Um, and they both together are making me miss kind of a more jumpy, jumpy, shooty, shooty type okay. experience. Having something different to kind of round out your current experiences. Yeah, I guess what it is is I'm getting enough variety of gameplay in like JRPG and whatever you call an Animal Crossing. Um, <laughs> uh, but but I, I'm not. But action wise, like like actual combat style mm-hmm. of gameplay, uh, obviously there's not much in Animal Crossing. And I well maybe we'll just jump into this. Uh, I'm. I like the idea of the FF7 remake gameplay, but mm. I'm struggling with balancing. Maybe just because I'm a noob now, I haven't played games so long. But like, <laughs> um, like just balancing like 
moves versus spells, and also just making sure that mm. like Tifa doesn't get beat up as she rushes in to fight a monster. Yeah. And I glance over, like, oh, she's lost 400 health. And maybe it's just that I'm being too precious about my MP. Um, so it's such that it's like, why are my characters getting beat up as much as maybe I just want them not to? Yeah, yeah. But it's, um... Because, yeah, for those of you who haven't played, it's basically active time battle, and you can switch between characters, but the character, the AI-run characters build their ATB meters so fucking slowly. Like, so slow, yeah, it really with is. The first time you pl play with a, two characters, it's actually quite quick, and so you're like... Like, the, like in, the, in the first reactor mission, when you're fighting with Barrett, it's really easy to just switch to Barrett and say, okay, now shoot that thing with your special mm. move, and then jump back to Cloud. And since then, I found it that, like, basically every time I... Like, I've built two whole meters with Cloud, used a move, and they're like, oh, I should check my other characters, and they still don't have a full meter. And I'm like, mm. I guess I just... I'm, I guess I thought, like, the, the whole point of it using the... L2 and R2 is to quickly show, show, like throw out moves that you want them to do, but every move is governed by the ATB meter. Can't use a potion, can't use a spell, can't use a special move until that thing rolls rolls up. Yeah, yeah. So, I've so. I've been playing in kind of a way, uh, and I, I completely understand what you mean, and I think it's been built in a way that they're trying to encourage you to jump between those characters. Yeah, that's, um, that's why I'm surprised that it's you have that quick move because it just doesn't work. Yeah, well, I've been playing in a way where I will build up the ATB with a character, whether that's one or two bars, switch to another character, start to build it up with them, and then use the L2 button on the previous character to select the ability rather than staying with that character and doing their kind of abilities. And like sometimes, that yeah. sometimes that comes uh, a little bit easier. You know, when you do have um, when you do have ranged attacks that you need to do, you kind of want to be Barrett all the time because the other two. are will just stand around and block they can't build up their ATB because they've got nothing to hit yeah. um, they do they can sort of jump into the air and attack things it's a little bit slower to attack that kind of way I find that really shitty especially considering how many aerial enemies you fight before yeah, you get Barrett back and yeah. you're like I, I didn't know you could jump 40 meters in the air but also <laughs> sometimes you can't if they're not on a um, if they're not over ground, then you can't attack them. So I've just uh, I've got to the point where I've been fighting the Airbuster, which right. is um, one of the bosses in the Reactor Five. Yeah, um, and, and an OG, not easy. Yeah, boss. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, not not a new boss. Um, and that uh, that boss does move over off the walkway that you're fighting them on. So you get to a point where you just can't attack with Cloud or Tifa, and you have to switch to Barrett, which is fine. And it, it, it's knowing that um, actually materia placement is quite important that you can't just go, right, you have fire, you have this, you have this. You want to think, well, it, there's a lot of mechs around, so someone needs lightning, but maybe it should be someone that's not going to be able to kind of reach people as easily all the time. So, um, but yeah, or yeah, but alternatively, someone, that, yeah. someone who can build up ATV so you can exactly. actually use the damn yes. spell, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah so... It's an interesting mix the t the different systems and the way that they've changed the game from seven. I think it just takes it definitely takes a bit of getting used to. Um, it took me a while to figure out kind of how I was or how I uh, felt comfortable playing, and it it can feel very very frenetic um, and uh, like everything's going a little bit too quickly, almost in a very very different way to what you're almost saying with wanting to play something like Warzone. A, a very different kind of frenetic yeah. experience. 
I mean, so one thing is, uh, the weird thing is, like, I think I enjoy Tifa's combat the most, and maybe mm. I just need to be flipping different materia to her. Uh, but I find in order to get anything out of Cloud A, you need to use him a lot more. Mm -hmm. um, and then it's just, as I said, then it's just like switching back so that she doesn't get super broken up. But then it's like, okay, switch back to Tifa, build up some stuff, use a potion, uppercut, and then leave again. And it's yeah. like, well, I kind of like that. Like, I was hoping, given how variable how variable the um, play styles are for Barrett, Tifa, and Cloud, I was hoping you that you could kind of just be like, well, I enjoy this playstyle the most, so I'll start piloting most battles with this person and then switch. And it seems maybe I just was hoping um, it, you, it would have more flexibility than it, than it was designed yeah, to do. that's fair. And we'll, we'll have to see how it, it changes as we, uh, as we play through with obviously a larger uh, pool of materia and, and abilities that people can do and, and different weapons and things like that. Uh, but I think we should probably leave Final Fantasy there. I can see Lucy kind of slowly fading from existence. Uh, uh, I, I actually just put up a uh, looping video of myself, um, like in speed. <laughs> <laughs> just disappeared, had a cup yeah. of tea, came back. <laughs> <laughs> I think, Lucy, what we might have to do is just have like Final Fantasy VII Corner where we do yeah. like three minutes Final Fantasy update. No, because you lot talk about it for as long as you want. Well, it's it's crazy because it's uh, obviously it's this this uh, expanded experience from the original game, which has been expanded out to 30 or 40 hours. Mm -hmm. And I think the rate at which I'm playing it, I might finish it in three weeks, maybe. Oh, uh, I'm, I'm getting like half an hour time. in here, half an hour in there. You know, gone are the days where I can blast through the witcher 3 in you know i don't know i say blast through it that still took me about a month to play through um but that is a ginormous game you know that was a hundred plus hours of of game to play um but yeah it's just i'm taking it so slowly and i want to sit down for an extended period of time and kind of blast through it because that i'm not one for nostalgia but it it does hit those notes and absolutely, as soon as some of that music kicks in, just like, mm. oh, this it just feels good in this modern game, having this experience again, and just, yeah, yeah, yeah. it does hit me nostalgic. Yeah, exactly. Nostalgically. You can't run away from nostalgia. No, you can't. Impossible. <laughs> but um, we also mentioned Warzone, which I've been playing a little bit, playing with a lot of friends, which is uh, which is great because we're playing sort of four player now. They've introduced um, uh, teams of four on there as well. Occasionally, just two of us pairing up with um, a bunch of other randoms, um, and it's nice to have this big pool of different people who are kind of playing as well to you know bring a lot of my friends to together to play Call of Duty over and stuff. So it'd be good to add you into that, Adel, if you uh, yep, if you sure, do fancy it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's it's it's just kind of fun. Obviously, much more fun playing with your friends when you pretend that you know what tactics are uh, <laughs> when you try and clear a building or how to move through an open space. Um, we yeah. still still haven't won a game yet. But we're getting closer. We're edging closer. I think fourth is our highest uh, so good, far. But yeah, it's yeah. not consistent though. We're not like third or fourth every time. It's kind of twenty first, yeah. seventh. Fourth, twenty first, and you you build up, have a really good game, and then just everything else is shit after that, and you realise you should go to bed probably. Yeah, my first and only 
solo run at a battle royale. I was in PUBG, came mm. third. And I was like, cool. I'll never play Done. this again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did you get all the achievements me, you needed? It, it, <laughs> I don't think I popped one, but um, it took me about 20 minutes to figure out how to get in the front seat of a car, in the driver's oh, yeah. seat. Yeah. And the fact that I was able to do that for 20 minutes and nobody was there to shoot me down, I was just like... And then in the end, when the circle came, like, you know, it was just that one very small radius. Mm. I just kept driving around in this car until somebody shot me, you know, so... <laughs> because I, I wouldn't have been able to get out of the car. I didn't know the button to um, get out of the car and then start shooting. I was like, There's no way that was going to happen. So I was like... I'll just drive around in a circle and see what happens. Having having played uh, a reasonable amount of DayZ, mm-hmm. I had absolutely no interest in, in <laughs> PUBG when it yeah. came out because I knew that I didn't want to play a uh, that kind of game. Yeah, as a big one hundred or ninety nine versus mm. one kind of game. Um, I fun. much preferred it when it was you know <laughs> zombies. Leisurely, leisurely going around, you know, shooting other people and collecting gear and stuff like that. It feels, at least for me, a much right. better experience as Daisy than maybe PUBG uh, would yeah. uh, would feel. Battle Royale is far too slow for me. It's like you spend ninety percent of the time collecting loot, and then you just get shot dead by somebody who's better than you. And it's like, <laughs> no, I'm good. We can just cut away that ninety percent and just. Have it in Call of Duty where someone will, who's better than me will still shoot me dead in, within within seconds, but it's like, oh, I didn't spend forty minutes of my time collecting loot before that, so yeah. Right, <laughs> that's fair. Yeah. yeah, all that build up for just a for wet nothing. fart. <laughs> yeah, that's basically what it is. Gone. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. I've experienced it enough on there. <laughs> Uh, but it's but I mean Warzone is good because it does bring you back I I don't know again we've talked about it being kind of like the hot new thing you know all of the people kind of rushing to play that one because it is Mm. the new game and I don't know how long it will sustain Uh, it'll be interesting to see how long my friends and I kind of stick with it before we all rush to you know that next big new release Fortnite season whatever whatever the next season is in Fortnite Season 58. It won't be. It'll be season three, episode two, A experience, or something like, you know, five different things that mark it from the previous Mm. one. (sighs) Bloody kids and their kid games, eh? (laughs) Just like Animal Crossing. That's a kid game, isn't it? All about a failed economy and slave labour. You're not wrong. Yeah, we did start I, I talking say, about this last week. Yeah, I would we kind say of... slave labor, which is a shame because I did want to enslave all the animals, but you can't do that. It turns <laughs> out, but um, yeah, yeah. I I just took out a new loan for five hundred twenty-eight thousand bells, um, just for a new Damn, room in my so house. You you've definitely surpassed me in this game. Yeah, <laughs> yes, I've. Uh, Put some time into it. I've probably put in at least 20 hours, I'd say, at this point. Um, yeah, I moved to another side of the island where there's more space. It was easier just moving myself rather than moving 
the villagers right. and yeah now I've got my space I've put up my brick fencing so it's like this is my property here um, <laughs> and all you other animals can just I guess they have to be able to get onto my property but you know I, I know it's mine um, right <laughs> so you help build this community and you're like no I'm done with you thanks yeah just I to my, shut I my myself space. off from because <laughs> I want my own space I want my mansion I want my pool on top of my mountain and my observatory <laughs> and yeah your little bamboo garden yeah uh, um that's that, that's a communal bamboo garden okay there, so but yeah it, it it proper hooked me it's just I love all the like collecting all the DIY recipes that's the fun part for me just making mm. all the new uh pieces of furniture because it is literally like a virtual dollhouse it's like all the toys i you know that were too expensive or i didn't have as a mm. kid from like sylvanian families right because they're also little and cute and the <laughs> yeah <laughs> so i'm just feeling out a childhood fantasy I mean, which is all that you want sort of the games. point right yeah and the fantasy Again. of being a homo <laughs> just, yeah, <actually>. <laughs> in <laughs> crippling debt <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, he doesn't like take your passport away from you as soon as you get to the island or anything like that, does he? Not yet. You're, you're basically stuck there. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. you're forever in debt to Tom Nook. Well, you don't have to be, but you have to be. If you want, you know, if they put a nice new freezer in that shop and it's like, I need a freezer. My house yeah. doesn't have a freezer. And it's like, I don't have any space to put the freezer. Extension. Yeah. Half a million bell loan. Bells. Yeah. <laughs> There's no escape like in the system. A mini, a mini beer fridge, and he's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Of course you can have that. Yeah, but it's going to cost you, you yeah. know, the same as a small house. <laughs> exactly. And it's like they put, put the items in the shop for like one day, and it's like, I don't need a urinal, um, but I bought one. So. <laughs> 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 Oh no! I still might need one. I might need to trade one with him, or I might have, you know, visitors to my island, and they might need a urinal, and because like, <laughs> there's going to be a public toilet, I guess, somewhere on the I, island. Um, gonna have to I build one. Some new plan. Very down in this game. Yeah. Um, but I have to say that. Uh, what do I have to say? Um, so I guess one of the things that worked was I I got as a from a present attached to a balloon in the sky I got the Flores Lava um, flooring I have the like the Doom Hell like wallpaper to go with oh really Mm. Uh, and then then I was like cool well my new room is going to have Flores Lava and actually (laughs) I think I just won this game this is great (laughs) Flores Lava you haven't won until do. you get the uh, matching wallpaper, Wall which paper. I can give I you if you want. Was... So it and then, you, like then you need a, a wooden table, a square wooden table, and then just a single chair, and you can sit your little dog on it in his hat, and that's <laughs> yeah, it. Pretty much. So this is yeah, that's, that's, yeah. that's your win. <laughs> yeah. Screenshot it, and you're, you're well away. Uh, yeah. So these, these little balloon things, are they gifts from people? Or is it is just no, the game just, randomly just the game. dropping stuff? Part of the game, stuff? generating them. One of your tools is a slingshot. Then all mm. it does mm. is shoots 
awkwardly above you and will kind of home in on a balloon if it's reasonably within range. Um, that's it. That's that's how that game play element works. Although mm -hmm. uh, I, I did learn a hot tip, um, which is if you don't want to lose your ability to slingshot when you get to the point where you're about to get the la the miles for the the last stamp on slingshotting things. If you take those miles, it stops sending you balloons. Really? Yeah, because you've passed that part of the game. So don't do oh. that. Okay, hot tip. Hot that tip. Sucks. I want balloons. What right. determines what's in the balloons? Uh, I I watched a video, yeah, where they were trying. They like popped ninety nine balloons and were like, okay, in the, in the green ones, there's this in like the blue ones. Yeah, but the spawning of the of the balloons is still like super variable, right? I just like get you... clay. <laughs> really? I usually, yeah. I usually get DIY recipes make all the or random, you want. random gear yeah. that I don't want. Yeah, I get random DIY recipes. I haven't got a. I only have one duplicate like DIY recipe so far, so it's pretty good. Yeah, and the it just uh, it all fucking confuses me. <laughs> What's going on? You 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 have to be within the cult of Animal Crossing to understand all this. But once you're in, you're in. How are, we, how are we moving this way with games? It was like the same with Death Stranding, wasn't it? Like, completely incomprehensible to <laughs> anyone that hasn't actually played the game. And yet people that play the game are like, oh yeah, I'm a delivery man. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Fucking 400 hours. I, I deliver all those parcels. I'll do it. I'll connect America yeah. again. No problem. I don't know. It, it's... There's layers to this game. Even though it's very simple to understand, it's like... I think it's a whole fandom around it as well and, and mm. stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you I mean, it, you, you, it's very you get telling. it when you. Sorry. Mm. Yeah. It's very telling that uh, like part my Facebook on Sundays all oh, day God, long the is about the fucking turnips because I have friends who play Animal Crossing across the world. <laughs> <laughs> I bought some turnips, but turnip prices. I are I poor. I've never bought turnips because I keep not being awake before noon. On Sundays. Well, you've got to look uh, outside the game and at yourself. Yeah. <laughs> to your <own> <laughs> <laughs> or, or I haven't like I forgot that it's Sunday and haven't yeah. like the turnip seller hides somewhere on the island, roughly. Really? Well, they're they're just like oh, this, they're it. at a random spot. They're she was like basically outside my front door. <laughs> oh, nice! <laughs> just ready to sell those turnips. Still so hiding, to... just but, you know, poorly. One of the I'm gonna end up selling them at a loss, though. So probably. Yeah. Mm. I um, one of the things I, I've I've noticed is how much like late stage capitalist tendencies are built in this, and then something in me is just like, no, no. So like, uh, I finally unlocked <laughs> building a second bridge. Oh. Uh, and so I set up the second bridge, uh, and then it's like you need to give 130,000 bells to yeah. this dude. But this dude is like this weird short little orange cactus dude who kind of mm. looks like a cactuar and constantly dances and I'm like you know what I value your presence more than a bridge I'm never paying you <laughs> I've now abducted you to wait for money that's how I'm playing this game yeah, apparently so there right. is a slave economy in the game then no I think he's he just probably gets paid. Tom Nook is paying him to wait to get materials yeah. but I was like I actually well one of the things is like yeah, building bridges would be fine for the other an animals, but I don't care about them because they're just AI. And I really like using the pole to jump over rivers. Why would I ruin that for myself? 
It gets mm. a bit tedious eventually, but um, no. Well, for it's me, like it one of the few things I consistently enjoy like using about the ladders. game is like running around. Oh, the ladders are really annoying. Yeah, it's because like as long as you're close to a river, it'll vault you over. But the ladder, you need to if you're not like flush with the the, the vertical plane. Like mm. if you're facing like that, uh, it just doesn't work. And then you're like, yeah, that's why the first thing I'm building is a slope. Um, well, and it's the work. I'm just gonna wait most... until. I'm gonna wait until I've got unlocked terraforming, terraforming and just get rid of the top leather layer. Makes oh. sense, makes sense. But I'm, I'm not actually, actually, I, like I love how this is my... like Death Stranding. You have to actually <laughs> navigate like, no. the terrain with ladders and yeah, things yeah. like that. This is the post it's a strand game. game. Yeah, it is. It's, a it's the second game. strand game. Yeah. <laughs> Animal Crossing New Stranding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I'm paying like the world's highest council tax to get that like, <laughs> slope built. Because it's like, oh, other people can donate, but it's like, come on, it's really well, only don't. me yeah. putting 128,000 bells into this stupid thing. I mean, that's one of the things I really dislike is, is how it pretends like the other animals on the Yeah, they, on they the don't care. Donate. One like, did give me a cooker. but So they give you, know. you shit, but I don't like the, the lie at the heart of the game that Tomna <laughs> continues to tell you that other people will give you give supplies and money to these upgrades and suggest you just say you're the mayor you gotta get to mm. wrangle these things up I imagine this is what people in like the you know a higher tax bracket feel like, <laughs> oh look at everybody else yeah, they're not paying their tax <laughs> yeah I earn yeah. like how much from selling Lucy, a water pump I learned that because like, I work every bells. day <laughs> at digging and knocking trees for branches and finding shit what do these kids do? nothing True. my goddamn mm. elephant just walks around talking about working out all the time oh uh, yeah everyone's got the bro <laughs> like like I almost, my, my bro villager is like a teddy bear and his name's Teddy uh. and w when I first met him I was like you're cool, you're a teddy and your name Teddy, you you come live next to me, and then oh no, yeah, I put yeah. no one close to me. And then yesterday, I almost like evicted him from my island, but I was like, no, 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 I'll just move instead. <laughs> wow, that is super passive aggressive. I'm the mayor. I just moved there. Yeah. So my he just, island just keeps coming up to saying, "Do you even lift, bro?" That's yeah. what he basically does. <laughs> <laughs> you wait awesome. for someone in their game to have just a jacked kangaroo that does that all the time. <laughs> well, the thing is, like, the personas are randomized across the mm. animals. So, mm. like, if you meet, if I go to your island and meet an elephant, it won't be a bro elephant. Or it might not be a bro elephant. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But that also is a weird dissonance when you visit people because you're like, oh, these people, they're on this island. They're not these people. They're <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Elephant is a bro dude. Why are you pretending to be elephant, bro dude? <laughs> so it's more like, almost like the Truman Show, where you've got your own weird, scripted yeah. island, and everyone else is I mean, living this odd existence. I feel like it, it's just a testament to how little N Nintendo thinks about the online experience, that they don't mm. think, we're giving everyone the same sets of villagers, but randomizing their personality traits. Also, they don't recognize you. It's like, so are you, like... <laughs> leaving my island every day to hang out on this island? And, and you're pretending not to, to lift? You're just like some nerd who happens to be built? Is this your favorite island? Am I just a workout island? 
Yeah. <sighs> That's Animal Crossing. What an odd game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But Lucy, I need to visit your island again. Because mm. the first time I visited you, you were still in a tent, I think. <laughs> yes, yeah. And then and then you send me a screenshot, and it's like, oh yeah, I've got bamboo walls and a zen garden. And I'm like, <laughs> I've built zero fencing. I just don't care. Yeah, I've, I've remodeled, so... Um, well, yeah. I think part of it is I like the deserted island things. So like, even um, when I got access to other areas of the island, I don't mm-hmm. get rid of weeds unless they get in the way of me, like, picking up fruit. Because... Right. So the way the game works is when a new item spawns out of uh, a tree, a spawnable item object like a tree or a stone, it needs to uh, it'll hop out in eight, in the eight directions surrounding eight squares surrounding the object. But if there's something, including a weed that's growing, even though the weed doesn't encumber your your walking, mm-hmm. it'll bounce that it'll it has one space of bounce away. But so I like the aesthetic of the weeds around trees, but that oh. means some trees. Um, you can't get anything out of them because yeah. there's no like no there's so many weeds around it. There's no space for uh, anything to come out, or it'll like throw one branch and then nothing else until you pick up that branch and then or like you chop wood and it's only one chop wood and you hit it another yeah. time, nothing happens because there's nowhere for it to spawn. And I'm like, kind of, I wish there was a way of saying I like the aesthetic of not flat, two D non textured ground. <laughs> Well, I guess it'll that's all what be they paved want. over with concrete soon enough. So. Fuck no, I don't want that. <laughs> I might put manholes for the. I, the I put fake a manhole idea. cover next to the construction of my slope. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Um, for no reason. But I mean, whatsoever. the new update just got announced today. <laughs> yeah, and, crazy. and they're bringing bushes. So I think the idea is those bushes look bushes, nice. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna have to buy like trees. <laughs> And then God you're gonna, knows how much they're gonna be thousands I mean, oh, of bells. Do you, do you, They've got you, Lucy, forever. Yeah. yeah. So, so, Lucy, can I ask? I, and, and then we'll jump away because I, I know yeah. Ben has got got his own personal loop video going on, like Lucy had with FF Seven. I'm the only one happy with this entire episode because this is too. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, Lucy, have, have you started? Or do you like the flower growing mechanic? And like hybridization building. Oh, I haven't really. Like I know people who are like, yeah. So what I like about the game is there's Mm -hmm. a lot of different loops that you can just ignore. Mm -hmm. So like I planted flowers because I got free seeds, and then I thought I knew how to make a a pink thing. I got white seeds and red seeds. Thought I knew how to make a pink thing. Nothing pink showed up. I'm like, cool. Don't care about this. Mm -hmm. This is never going to be a mechanic I care about. I don't need to find the perfect rose. Um, yeah, and one of the things I think is is because you can't. So, if I want to plant an orange tree, I just need an orange and a shovel. Yeah, and then I well, and three, uh, and then open spaces and a perimeter around it. I've learned otherwise nothing grows. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so as long as you have a plot of land that has space, drop a fruit into the hole, and then it'll grow into that fruit tree. But if you plant flowers. Mm-hmm. It's just burying an object that is a flower, so later on, someone can dig it up and get that flower. You don't get the seeds out of it. No. And then it's like, this is exactly like fucking tulip culture in the 1200s or whatever in in the (laughs) Netherlands, where goddamn tulip bulbs were the most expensive thing in the world. (laughs) Because you couldn't just replant the thing. You had to go to the source and get the seeds from those fucking nook boys. And I'm like, no, I I don't want... 
If I, yeah. I, this, I might be curious about trying to figure out how to breed flowers, even just like to learn how that loop works. But not if I have to continuously buy seeds and like figure that out. And I'm not going to look it up because yeah. I think that's the whole point of the I, game. I just, um, uh, yeah, I thought they'd be on different islands when I, I got a recipe for something. It's like you need pink tulips. It's like don't have any. But um, once I just planted like three in a row, different colors, just a pink flower just started sprouting. I was like, okay, cool. Yeah, I think you just need yeah. to have the two colors growing side by side. Probably. But you have to water them? Yeah, I think I did water them for my Nook Miles. We won't get into that. That's, <laughs> that's a novice yeah, system that, on top I of mean, the system. The Nook Miles is how to make sure you, when you're bored, it gives you something to do. It's yeah. very, very smart. That and is that's, the. That's what's like, been keeping me going. like, microtransaction type thing. It's mm. like. If you're just like, well, I'm kind of done. There's there's always five active mini quests that just as soon as one's done, another pops up. Just mm-hmm. add infinitum, and it's like chop this many trees, plant a tree, catch this many bugs, catch this specific fish. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, and, 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 and then you can and buy like, a Gundam. If you not want you can that. buy a Gundam. <laughs> what? That you so you can buy a Gundam or like a Godzilla or something. Yeah. Like there, uh, there so. There are th- there's the shop you spend bells in, and every day it has a rolling stock mm. of one-offs and then things you can buy multiple of. And then there's the Nook Miles, which is also how you like get more ba- um, bag space and whatever. And it's also how you get the tickets to go to the... We talked about this last time. The the islands that you visit the once. The generated islands, yeah. Yeah, and then Just, they burn them. Yeah. Like, like They clearly carpet bomb these islands after you leave because they don't exist anymore. <laughs> fucking dodo airlines um but after a certain point they start like filling the store with more than just the generic nook branded stuff and it's like it's like a phone booth uh utility poles manhole covers like Mm -hmm. things that make like if you want to make a more industrial looking island you just you have to spend a lot of miles to like get all these items even just to figure out how to or or recipes for or for fancy fences so if you want a theme that's more bambooey you need to buy a lot of fencing for that if you care about fencing, which I don't. Fuck fencing. Um, but like, what, a couple <laughs> of those things those are people out. Yeah, that's why I love my fencing. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the well, so so the thing is, if you that's like it's an interesting storage concept because you can. Mm. Um, people can't move furniture when they visit your island. So if you have too many of a thing and they can't hide it in your house storage, you could literally I found this out because a friend posted about it. They had so much, like, just random... I think, was, I think it was their turnips. They just put all their turnips on the ground and then put fencing around it so no one could go pick them up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Because picking it up, picking an object up that's been dropped, you can do, but you can't pick up move furniture. Yeah. So they just have a field where they it's like their their fucking storage warehouse and I'm like yeah. god we're just recreating the world this is a storage facility <laughs> well right? what's even worse is an off like... storage facility for your weird fucking hoarding <laughs> what the fuck are we <laughs> i have i have the same thing but it's a dump and it's just out in the open right next to the town hall and um there's a lot of flies there but you know just a lot yeah, of um, old tires empty cans oh you've kept all that shit yeah, I don't know when I'm gonna need that. You're, you, this game is meant for hoarders. <laughs> the, the way I play it, there's very few things I I hold on to, and I realize, oh, maybe I'm playing this wrong. I'm like, nah, fuck it, I don't care. You mean you don't want a tire toy or 
So like, trash bags. I've, I've made trash when bags. When might I need this old door? I'm just gonna make like tons of trash bags out of it. And just I'm gonna, I'm gonna to have you. to start. I'm gonna have to start an Animal Crossing is too close to real life series. Because <laughs> like it, it promotes like really bad tendencies, like hoarding and um, debt. Getting into yeah. debt. Yeah. I mean, interest-free debt. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's what the so financial guy crisis guy the was day. all about, right? Low, low mm. interest, long-lived loans. Yeah. So is is what, Tom if, like uh, the worst oh, capitalist? No, he's interest-free loans. I think he, no. I mean, it's interest-free loans. He's he's not smart, except he is because of them. He gets you to develop this island that he keeps dragging people over to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And clearly, the the AI gets items, and they don't seem to have slingshots. So that means they probably do visit the Nook Brothers. So they're spending money. I think Tom <laughs> yeah, Nook just is not like on the benevolent benefactor, and then the the the. the them Nook boys are the ones who, who sell shit to everyone else, and and they don't notice that they're being hoodwinked because the, the father's being like, oh yeah, I'll just lend you some money. Don't worry about it. Anytime you want. <laughs> there's also, something seedy There's going nowhere on. to put this thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, yeah, so yeah, that's, that's uh, Animal Crossing. crossing. <laughs> and we'll yeah. never talk of it again. <laughs> uh, that's not true. We're going to talk about it next week, probably. Animal Crossing make, Corner I, I, as well. We need four yeah. corners for the podcast. Final Fantasy, yeah. Animal Crossing. We'll come to the rest. We'll come yeah. to the rest. Beer and whatever else. Yeah. <laughs> Beer and every game Lucy has played. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to open another beer. I'm ready. Yeah. Um, so the other brewery um, that I haven't had a beer from before that I picked up today is Modern Times. Uh, one of the big <laughs> American yeah. brewers. One of the popular American brewers, I suppose. Uh, out of San Diego. This is uh, Spaceways. It's a hazy Nelson IPA. Uh, 6.7%. Love America. Big one pint can. Uh, nice. The only thing about America that is good. <laughs> um, hey, my, my niece, who's like three months old, she's great. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. The also, second, my lives there. second yeah, I'm thing about to say America. What about, uh... Yeah, 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 shut up. <laughs> so, uh, Modern Times put some info on their um, on their can. I've got SRM slash gold, 5. IBUs, 50. Final Gravity, 1.012. It's got Nelson, Motueka, and Simcoe in it. The malts are two-row, white wheat, flaked oats, and dextra pills. And it says this delectable hazy IPA is packed to the brim with mountains of Nelson, Motueka, and Simcoe hops and fermented with London 3 yeast, or London III yeast, yielding a brilliant profile replete with mango, nectarine, and bright lime zest character. Prepare Mm -hmm. your flavour receptacles for an astonishing thrill ride through a garden of tropical delights. Very nice. Yeah, I like like their beers, the few Mm. that I've had. Um... Yeah, and I really like the the uh, can art. Does that, it's very did simple. Did it say spaceways? So there again, Adol. Did Did that say spaceways on the can? Yeah, that's the the name Space of the beer, spaceways. Yeah, okay. Mm. Must have missed, not heard. Yeah, they're, they're very um, highly rated over in America. Yeah. Yeah. We don't get a huge amount of. Um, American breweries really over here. And Adel, you've had Evil Twin sort of a few weeks in a row. They they seem I mean, to have had a big drop over a, a few months ago. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, 
it was clear they were a little old stock. I think it must have been just that the the bottle shop got their hands on a shipment mm. of things. Because because again, like the, one of the reasons why I talked about Evil Twin like three four weeks in a row is because I was like, oh shit, yeah, why not? Like I'll, I'll grab a handful of these because I rarely see, except for maybe Sierra Nevada, right? Like you don't yeah. see. Yeah, or founders uh, or, or, or something yeah. that's supermarket kind of, uh, yeah, big big brewer uh, delivered or distributed um, into sort of supermarkets, yeah. yeah. So, uh, I mean, we get to experience quite a few American brewers through lots of collabs. Um, yeah. You know, uh, people like Cloudwater do quite a lot of collabs with people like Finback and stuff like that, another half. Mm-hmm. Um, so we do get to experience them a little bit. But yeah, as soon as I saw... The bottle shop had modern times in. I just thought, yeah, great. I don't know when yeah. I will ever get to have one of their beers. So, yeah. Adol, what have you got? I've got uh, Un Pint O Beer. It is uh, the public access on air. Oh, nice. It is brewed and canned by Dorchester Brewing in Boston. Massachusetts, distributed by 12%. It is a double dry hops, double India pale ale. It is 8% per volume, and it is a weird can for called public access on air because it looks like, uh, I don't know, sorry, I turned off the autofocus, but it's like, yeah, it's like an astronaut spacewalking, but through a tear in Mm. a can. I mean, I guess on air, as in above the atmosphere, I guess. I mean, no, you, you'd I, kind of expect I'm, radio waves, maybe. Yeah, I'm no, I'm no artist. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Nice, nice, Lucy. How's mm. the water? Um, still good. Yeah, I do enjoy water. Is, good. is there a distinguished, distinctive taste to Birmingham water? Yes, it's much better than London water, for example. Um, higher up north you go, the better the water tastes. It's indisputable. Um, more towards the springs, the foothills of various here. places. What's your opinion of Bristolian water? Maybe I didn't drink much of it because we're just drinking beer. Forgetful. <laughs> I don't, Forgettable, I think you were. Yes, yeah. had... um, I don't know. I don't remember. Mm. I'd have to come down and sample it for, for properly. You know? Uh, well, we'll you could try. The so police will tell you to go home. But... <laughs> Will yeah, they true. though, Ben? Will they? I mean, they're supposed. To. Yeah, they will. They should. They will. Yeah, it's, if they're around. Yeah. Uh, I hear sirens all the time at the moment. They're bloody non-stop. Every hour, I hear a siren at the moment. Um, right, beers, 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 beers. beers. Yeah. Um. So, Spaceways. Oh, go for spacey beers. Doesn't have a big nose to it. Hmm. Hmm. I know it says um, it's got three. Yeah, I think it's stated three hops on the back. Yeah, Nelson, yeah. Motueka, and Simcoe. But on the front, it says Nelson. So I imagine that's uh, the the largest quantity primary hop. Uh, yeah. That, yeah, they 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 brewed with, but not getting much on the nose at all. It's oh, that's a lovely flavour though. Um, it's a bit more hazy. Uh, again, as it's stated on the can. Um, it is hazy. It's a very similar colour to the Leviathan beer, as well. A little mm. bronze to it, but yeah, you're right. It's 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 a it's a yellowy 
sphere, but boy, does it look totally different with that yeah. haziness versus that clarity. Yeah, absolutely. It's like, it's like um, night and day on the clarity side. And it, it's night and day in the flavor as well. Two IPAs, roughly the same percent. I know that it's a different hop profile for each. Uh, I don't think... Oh, Simcoe is the only hop between the two um, that is the same. But this is, is very soft. It's very smooth. Lots of stone fruits coming in. A little bit of a tropical hit to it too. No bitterness whatsoever. Absolutely none. I don't know whether I'm being spoiled from the previous beer, having it been such a big bitterness all the way through that flavour that I'm just not picking up on it at the moment. But this kind of starts off... It's so, so soft. Hmm. Light bit of carbonation to it. I mean, there is a... This kind of piney note to it. Uh, it's interesting the way that kind of like Nelson is used because you get some beers, um, you know, like um, Punk IPA, which has a big kind of like Nelson profile to it, which doesn't have those grapey notes. It has that big piney nature to it. This is yeah. kind of similar. It has a bigger piney note to it, not a bitter pininess, just this nice pininess kind of backing okay. up those fruity flavors to it. Uh, or you get Nelson used in a way that you're getting those more vinous, those grape sort of flavours that you get through. Um, the way that it's kind of been used in more recent beers, I think. But this is, it's so easy. You would not tell that this was, uh, you know, like over 6%. You'd easily mistake this for a session beer. Nice. Oh, wow. That's really good. Mmm. Mmm. Again, that's just going to disappear. Uh, Adam, how's yours? So, as you can see, there's almost no head. It, it kind of almost looks like squash. I'm yeah. surprised at how little carbonation is showing up. Like juice? Yeah, juice, yeah. man. It smells pretty juicy, too. Like some citrus, some tropical fruit. Like, it just, it's it's doing that for the most part. Which, it didn't have any text, right? Just double dry hop, double IPA, 8%. Um, doesn't smell very boozy. Again, smells citrusy and tropical fruity. Uh, it probably gives a hint of what it was dry hopped for. So that 8% is giving that viscosity. It's giving that clinging to the tongue. Other than that, though, it's kind of reminding me of what you just said uh, in the tail end of what you were describing your beer for, Ben, which is that, you, I mean, I, I wouldn't suspect this being session strength because there's mm. just a little bit of sweetness after everything else. Most of everything else fades. It gives a hint that, oh, this, is, this was boozier than you thought, friend. But yeah. other than that <laughs> moment, like, doesn't taste boozy. 8% beer... Again, could easily be, and a part of this, I think, is that it's, it is less carbonated than the last beer, or, which is surprising because that was a black IPA, but actually, it's still an IPA, it's just dark, right? Yeah, um, yeah. And so it had this, like, viscosity to the froth, but there were still bubbles in it, and this is, like, pretty close in lack of bubbles, but that makes it, it still has that effervescence on your tongue, it just isn't very... Um, yeah, it's just not very bubbly. Uh, it's again, it's, it's got that citrus. Um, I want to say like a light melon mm-hmm. somewhere in there, more than the fruit. So the fruitiness in the nose isn't quite there in the taste. It's a light citrus, light melon, and then this slightly piney, little malty um, bitterness. Again, so like. If the head of the fruitiness is like here, let's say two thirds, then 
the when that fades and you get that piney bitterness, it's like at a one third or below. It's still there, but it's much less prevalent. But it and then it just sort of lingers, which means that except for what I'm trying to see if I've missed anything, I can kind of let this sit. Leaves my mouth wet, has that nice lingering bitterness, but it's not too bitter, mm. uh, such that it sort of makes me want to get rid of it. But it, it does linger, like it's got a long finish. It's just kind of weak, and so yeah. Um, this is very drinkable for 8%. Easily could be 5-ish, I would mm. say. So not quite session 4. Like There's just a little too much hint that it's boozier. Um, but between the lack of carbonation and the really light touches and switches between the tastes, like it could just... You could just be like, yep, yeah, yeah. I'm just drinking a drink versus, oh, this this is a significant alcohol. Mm. Yeah. Nice, nice. I think... Uh, I, I want right. to come back to this spaceways a little bit because the more I'm drinking it, the 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 more the taste is changing slightly. Because uh, I think I'm coming off of this Leviathan with a little bit of a, a, a not not spoiling the the modern times beer, but just altering it very slightly. Um, and the more I drink this modern times, the more my palate gets accustomed to it. The juicier it sort of feels, and that bigger the beer kind of feels as well. So coming back to it being that sort of almost 7% kind of IPA, mm. the body and the sort of the sweetness that have now crept in a little bit more do just have notes of that being a little bit kind of bigger. Um, and those tropical notes do sit quite well. And that pininess is actually... Um, it's not quite as uh, prevalent as it was on those first few sips. It's actually faded just that little bit to allow other things to come through. It's still just there, mm. but the other tropical flavors are kind of creeping in um, a little bit, a little bit more. And, and they are doing it slowly, but um, it's nice. Nice to have a beer that kind of changes a little bit. Hopefully, not mm. too spoiled from the previous beer. But mm. so. We'll drink these exceedingly quickly. Lucy, let's come to you. What have you been up to? What have you been doing, apart from uh, Animal Crossing? I've been Animal Crossing. I have in quite a few games. and mm. There's my post-it note gone. But <laughs> I do remember what's on it. That's it. Can't remember any of them. Gone. <laughs> yeah, I've played it's nothing. Um, <laughs> let's end the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks everybody, see you, yeah, bye. Bye. Um, no, I want to talk about a game called Sinker. S-I-N-K-R. There's no E in it. It's a little puzzle game um, from a dude called Robert Walher. Um, and it's everything I like about a puzzle game. It's mm. got a central theme to it, um, which is like... Uh, moving these little pucks around with these hooks and the game keeps adding on um, mechanics and elements but it does it in, it's got like t I think there's 10 like groups of levels and every group a new mechanic gets added on and then it's just that very steady very not slow but yeah steady ramp up of like difficulty to the puzzles and adding different elements onto each other and then by the time you get to the like last group you have all these different elements adding on top of each other and it's like oh I, the game's been teaching me how to use these mechanics uh, how to um incorporate them into you know different 
techniques, how to figure out these puzzles, and it's just like, mm. yep, nice steady ramp all the way to the end. It doesn't overstate its welcome. It's you could probably finish it in a, hmm, maybe two hours or something like that, depending on uh, your skill set. Um, but yeah, it's just everything I like about a puzzle game: simple, mm. yeah, complex. As you uh, the further you go, and it's just like mm. yeah, it's good. It came to Xbox. Uh, I think last week. I think it's still on sale for about four pounds, which is, you know, a steal for like a really competent, well-made, minimalist pu- puzzle game. It's um, currently on. Um, you can get it on mobile on um, Google Play for one eighty-nine. Yeah, mm. I fully recommend it for that price. It's, it's been yeah. on Steam for a while, and like the sequels out as well now. At this point, um, the sequel okay. came last year, Sinker Two. And I'm really looking forward to checking that out because I really enjoyed this uh, game. And it's an nice. easy thousand G on Xbox. Yeah, 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 yeah. For, so. two is one fifty nine on Google Play. Yeah. Hmm. So yeah, I imagine. I mean, it's pretty old at this point, so I imagine it's much cheaper on other places than Xbox. But if you like that thousand G, mm. I mean, I've been popping the achievements and getting my reward points every day so it's been very good for that as well but uh outside of that yeah it's a really well made confident um puzzle game so yeah 10 out of 10 full marks mm. definitely recommend that um what else have i played the post-it note is gone so my memory's blank no, it isn't. Yeah. Uh, I played a game on Switch other than Animal Crossing. Um, in between lies, Animal lies Crossing, slander. <laughs> in between plucking all the weeds out of my island because they're horrible and disgusting, despite what <laughs> Adil says. Um, the weeds are the best part. I will mail you a thousand weeds if you want. <laughs> I mean, so I. Sorry, no, but like I, I just decided that whenever I built a house mm. um, for like a, a new visitor, I would give them a hay bale, hay bed outside, and a tiki torch by their okay. front door. That's, so that's a fire hazard. I mean, <laughs> you, yes, you basically I, want to I, burn their house down as soon as they move. I'm it. aware, but like I, I did this, and then I was like. Shit, I don't want to weed the rest of my island because I like the aesthetic. So then I like literally weeded other islands using Nook mm-hmm. Miles yeah. because I wanted. I, I was like, I've committed to putting a hay bale in the right of every house. <laughs> I don't want to use up the, the the weeds on my island because I like the look of them. What the fuck am I doing? I'm traveling to other <laughs> islands for their weeds. <laughs> How many weeds do you need for one hay bed? It's like thirty or oh, twenty wow, or something okay. like that. Yeah, it's, right. it's, it's I'll enough. send you some in the post. <laughs> Got plenty. Um, you, you you know this game has gone too far when those tiki torches do light the hay bales, and then oh, Tom Nook tries to sell that. you fire extinguishers. Not give you. <laughs> no, I would sell you fire extinguishers <laughs> to be fire able to alarms. put the fire out. I would be okay with that, to mm. be honest. <laughs> it's not quite Breath of the Wild where that would actually happen. So. Uh. <laughs> Yeah. What is this Switch game, Lucy? Um, it's called Half Past <laughs> Fate. <laughs> it's called Half Past Fate. It's basically a uh, isometric. I'd call it a visual novel. There's slight puzzle solving, and you are um, like controlling characters in the world, but it's seen from an isometric point uh, point of view. And it's got this like some of the best pixel art I've seen um, for sure. Uh, the, the art style is just so striking it's got like this um like 
I'd call it like 16-bit, but not quite, maybe 32-bit, like kind of like tilted art style to it, and it's mm. it's really good looking. Um, I'd say that's probably the best thing about the game is, is you know, the visuals are just probably, it's what, other than like Ori, I'd say, it's probably one of the best looking games I've played this year. Um, but it's essentially a, not quite visual novel, but it's a, let's call it narrative adventure game where you're basically playing through a rom-com. It's yeah, like a I was gonna, take on. Having looked at some of the images, it looks like a dating simulator. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it's not quite a dating simulator because there's more choice in it, whereas this is okay. very set on a linear path. You are just going through like um you know, dialogue options. You don't really have any choice in that, um, in the dialogue. And it's it's got a kind of like like fetch quest like kind of adventure gameplay to it. it mm. There's not really much to it. Like like there's light puzzle solving. But you're not really playing for like the the gameplay. You're not you're not gonna get anything, you know deep or rich in the gameplay with this. It's just oh I'm just seeing where this story goes, you know. Um it's it's set around like these hmm, I'd say these three different couples. Well, eventually they, you know, turn out to be couples by the end. That's not a spoiler because every rom com there is, it's like, yes, these people will eventually get together and it's like, yes, of course. Um yeah. But it's it's told in like a non linear way. So at the start right. of the game it's like, oh, twenty four hours ago and then the next chapter it's eight years ago and then the third chapter it's four days ago. So it's it's told mm. non linearly. It's and and it's nice seeing how all their different paths like cross and connect and it's surface level it's not you know it's not exactly like oh each character is like has a major um influence and effect on the others but it's just nice seeing um their story slightly intertwined so um that's cool but yeah i like the writing it's it's very saccharine it's very sweet and it's very i mean if you're not really into like you know visual novels or the things that are just like overly oh everything's nice in the world (laughs) Which it certainly isn't. Um, mm. Don't play this game, but if you do, it's just like, yeah. Just need some light-hearted, fun stuff, which, you know, even though Animal Crossing isn't very light-hearted, it still has the uh, insidious nature of being a game about crushing death. This is just very much, oh, you know, the guy gets a girl at the end and everything's happy. And, you know, in this utopian society where, oh, people will let you cut in line. Um, at a coffee, at a busy coffee shop, which would never happen. More likely to get <laughs> glassed. Um, just hot coffee thrown in your face. But um, yeah, so that I enjoyed it. It was. It's probably about four, five hours long. Um, okay. It's, it's set over twelve different chapters. And yeah, it's just it's just a nice, uplifting experience. And the art is phenomenal. So there's also that too. Sounds great. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'll talk about a game we played a few weeks ago. Yeah. Which I should have talked about by now, but... um, Speaking of nice art styles, there's this... I'd call it a point-and-click adventure game. Loosely. Oh, yeah. And I'll explain that why later. Um, It's called Edgar Bok-Bok in Balzac. (laughs) 
I think I think that's a play on uh, words. I'm not sure. The humour on this game is, let me tell you, all over the place. It's made by um, this French developer called La Poule Noire. And the, the, I, I, I have thoughts about this game. Because it has a great art style. It's got like this cut out Paper Mario look to it. But mm. yeah, a lot of the gameplay in like, okay, there's point and clicks. And back in the day, point and clicks used to be, you know, brutally hard and with nonsensical puzzles. And a lot of developers, you know, nowadays after, you know, we've been through the, oh, there's no point and click adventure games anywhere. And now there's tons um, I think some developers, you know, swung in the completely opposite direction by having puzzles which essentially aren't puzzles. You find something in the world and it's like, oh, I've got this jigsaw piece. It can only go in so many places and I'm just yeah. like mashing it in and, until it fits somewhere rather than like, right. I don't know, combining inventory items using, you know, more intuition or something like that to figure out these puzzles. This is basically, I pick yeah. up an item, it can only go in so many places. Mm. Um, I think in a in a modern um, setting, it, it's kind of like the difference between Broken Age and Dropsy the Clown. <laughs> That's a very good way of putting it, yeah. having played both of those. Mm. Mm. Well, something like that, that I really like, like the Dark Side Detective, that is mm. a pixel art, you know, um, point-and-click adventure that's like harkening back to, like, Monkey Island and stuff like that, where it's where it's very much got those old school sensibilities, but everything makes sense, so it can be done that way. Not everything yeah. has to be completely outlandish, even though the things that you are doing are outlandish. They mm. do have some semblance in the real world. It's like, oh, this makes sense. Why, you know, put this, you know, make this a pulley out of this chicken or something like that. That's not a good example, but mm. there you go. But pulling something out of a chicken? No, making a chicken a pulley. Oh, monkey, oh. <laughs> yeah, monkey island. Monkey okay. island reference. Yeah, or the monkey ranch in monkey. Anyway, it doesn't matter. <laughs> um, Edgar Botvark in Balzac, which is basically some dude who grows pumpkins, and he has a chicken friend who he definitely sleeps with that chicken. There's no way of getting around that. He calls it like, "Oh my darling" and stuff oh, like no. this. Yeah. It's very weird. It's very weird, and it's it it has what can only do be described as a certain humor. I don't know what that mm. kind of humor is, but where it, I don't mind games with like weird humor. It's like, okay, but the, where it got in the way for me is like oh, in the case of like I don't know the Dark Side Deceptive or Monkey Island, the humor plays into like. Um, like the dialogue, which is giving you, you know, obvious hints, and it's like, yeah, yeah, everything's got a um, uh, comedic tone to it, but it's still in service of like the plot, and then mm. pushing you on as a player, um, giving you right. hints. Whereas this, it's like it's definitely trying to fill out the world, but a lot of the text and dialogue is weirdly written and like kind of superfluous to to. Okay anything you know mm. even world building and it's like uh, at a certain point i was just like none of this is essential and none of this is giving me any clues as to what to do um so i'm just going to skip through it because it was very strange and i'm sure that's heartbreaking to whoever 
you know, wrote it, but it's, it was just very weird, and I, I didn't quite understand that level of humour. Like, in some games it's like, yeah, if you if I get a chuckle out of it, you know, fair enough, but this I was more just confused. I was like, is this meant to be funny? What's going mm. on? But, um, but other than, then, like, I, I think it's well um, received on, like, Steam, but I can never trust Steam and the, you know, especially for, like, point-and-click adventures, because I think people are yeah. so starved for them that then they're just like, yeah, anything, everything's great. Yeah. Um, I'd say the art style's, um, you know, really, really striking, and it looks really good, but in terms of point-and-click adventure game, gameplay-wise, not for me, and in terms of humour... I did not understand it. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it I does, don't understand French humor. It, well, <laughs> it looks like um, it looks like from their website, mm. uh, Le Point Noir, that this is their first game. It's the only game that they have listed on their website. Mm-hmm. Um, well, so it's hopefully, competently it's, made, you know. It's yeah, like... it, yeah. So hopefully, it's something they can build upon, and whether it is a little more. Um, as you say, Lucy, whether it mm-hmm. is kind of more French humour and it is geared towards that kind of audience, mm-hmm. um, that they can then take whatever they do next and build on that and make it a little bit more uh, encompassing of kind of everybody, or at mm-hmm. least a bit more approachable to everybody. Um, they should just make a it... visual novel about him and his chicken. <laughs> Romantic. <laughs> a rom com? Is this like the prequel to the cave? Chicken. It's it's Hattleful KOC KFC prequel. <laughs> <laughs> Colonel yeah. Sanders Hattleful boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. Finger lick it. No, we won't. Ooh. Yeah. Well done. Uh, I mean, not well done, yeah. but well done. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's oh, that. Boy. <laughs> but um, I oh, I, I have boy. touched um upon another game that's called Later Daters, which is actually a rom com. Um, oh. Like visual. N- have you been in a certain mood in the last couple of? No, it's just that all these games came around like probably just after February the fourteenth or something. Like yeah. that. I don't know. Um, yeah. But yeah, this one like looked interesting to me because it it's about um, people in a retirement home. Like, oh, this nice. Looks different. Yeah. I I barely well, scratched the surface. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so yeah, I, I'm gonna play more of that on Switch. Uh, hopefully, what was it called? Later, Later Days. Later Daters. And it's got a great uh, like soundtrack to it because they made a song about being old and in love, and it's quite <laughs> boppy and catchy. Nice. But yeah, that's what I've been playing, other than like random Apple Arcade games. Hmm. I mean, I'm kind of jealous of Apple Arcade because uh, I um, I think part of it is like playing Switch in bed has made me like, oh, it would be like looking at mobile games again after a long break from them. Yeah. And oh, I mean, I guess I I don't know how much time we have. Uh, I did play a game which was the new Final Fantasy Tactics mobile game. Okay. But. I didn't play a lot of it because it just is such a mobile game. With, <laughs> mm-hmm. like... Free to play nonsense. Yeah, and, mm. and I don't even know how bad it is. I just see, like, I've played these games before, so it's like, oh, you've unlocked five shards of this character. I'm like, cool, so that means 
I probably need like 50 to get it to level 2 and 250 <laughs> to get it to level 3 and then I'm not even out of the like there's like 14 tutorial levels and I'm like oh, I really like the idea like the tutorial levels are like there's there's really cool like situational synergy and um, elemental weaknesses and strengths and when to use an ability versus a base attack and like oh this is really layered but also every time I log in I get all these weird bonus rewards mm. and then I'm told and it's just like no yeah I mean <laughs> I, I, I loaded up what I, and what I want is FF tactics <laughs> and I and from what I've read it's actually not that bad it, except it has all those telltale signs and that's just enough for me to be like how about no yeah. how about I charge my PSP or my Vita and I play FF Tactics yeah because I loaded up like Animal Crossing Pocket Camp because I just saw on like mm. the because uh... you were not done with Animal Crossing no, like, no. what if I had another <laughs> gameplay loop another set of weird things where it's like I don't have the right wallpaper I guess yeah. what am I going to do because on the like the Switch News tab or whatever it is um it was like, oh, you can get in-game bonus items for Animal Crossing if you load up Pocket Camp. Sucker. It, um, no. And I'll tell you why. Yeah, because cool. I was looking. I read the news article and it was like, oh, just go to the in-game menu and um, copy down the code that's that's there. I was like, cool, all I have to do is like, load up the app and then you know start the game it yeah. took about 20 minutes of me you know just cycling through dialogue with isabel just to get That's to the in-game item so yes i am a sucker you're right because i wasted <laughs> yeah. 20 minutes yeah you had me until you're like hey, it took 20 minutes yeah so but I'm i got like, like a cool sign that said campsite for my turn <laughs> Also, have you have you told everyone what your town name is? Oh, Booty. I can't yeah. yeah, it's mm. just Booty. Yeah. It's funny. Oh, right. Yeah, <laughs> I like it. Google clearly want Peaches. to build on the um, the popularity of Animal Crossing because Animal Crossing Pocket Camp is the first recommended game on yeah. the front page of the yeah. Google Play Store. As soon as you I mean, enter it, that is it. that is there. It's yeah, just it's so, totally just FOMO systems. That is, oh, I couldn't imagine playing anything worse than an Animal Crossing Pocket Camp. I don't know oh, shit. played it. Oh, shit. I played a mobile game last week as well, which was fucking fantastic. Monument Valley 2. Oh, oh did you get it for free? I got it for free. Yeah. It's, it's, it's very, very good. Very good. It yeah. builds on Monument Valley very, very well. It's the I same. I preferred the first. You, I, I think I I'd agree. I think I'd, I think I'd agree that I preferred the first to mm -hmm. the second. That sucks, as I got the second for free and have never played the first. But I'm not. Gonna play the first. second first. It, it really doesn't matter. No, no, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Um, but it, 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 I mean, the second builds on the first very well. Um, in the way that it evolves the puzzles, in how it changes the the, the various things. Very short though. Yes, uh, I blasted yes. through it in maybe over two nights. Um, it is very and, short. Yeah, I think my sister finished it in one, you know, one uh, setting, and she was like, "Yeah, this is very short." I was like, "Yes, it is." Yeah, but yeah, yeah, it's very good. Uh, yeah, yeah, those puzzles, those puzzles work very well. But um, and they and they they 
change quite well as you progress through the game and make them a little bit harder, but none of them were very taxing. No. Uh, I don't think I ever spent very long. It's a lot easier and more approachable, the second mm. one. Yeah, I'm not sure. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. And it brings in elements of the first game as well. Yeah, you know, recognisable kind of elements, uh, mm-hmm. characters as well from the first game um, that, that tie in nicely to kind of the progression that you're doing. Um, yeah, I just wish it was... I mean, even half the length again would have yeah. probably been about right. It was that kind of that short. Yeah. Um, and very murkier. surprised. Yeah, yeah, very surprised when it finished. Yeah. Um, even um, with kind of that... splitting those different layers of levels as well mm. between two different characters. Because I'm sure the first one sold decently, and I'm mm. not too sure, but I, they must have had Apple's back in for the second one. You know? Um, so yeah, it was it was surprising that it was that short, but yeah, I did enjoy it. Um, yeah, the first one's great, I do so definitely check that out um, if it ever goes on sale or something like that. Um, and the I think they had DLC um, as well, which was very good. Um, but speaking of isometric puzzle games, um, just to go back to talking about Apple Arcade. Uh, like I did, I just played a game called Possessions, and it was mm. probably finished it within an hour, and it was like I enjoyed that. I really enjoyed that, and um, it's like I wouldn't have known this was a thing if not for Apple Arcade. Yeah. If it added mm. price tag on it, um, I may not have bought it because it's like, mm, you know, I don't know what this is. Uh, there's not many reviews out there for it, but. Yeah, it's really enjoyable. It's basically you're, um, you're looking at these little dioramas from this, you know, isometric view of just these, you know, normal rooms in a house, and you're just changing this perspective, um, just like rotating the room so that uh, different objects, which are like at the start of the level, just you know, floating in midair. So you're changing this perspective, mm. and so it's like, oh, now the TV. Is lined up on the like TV cabinet when I look at the room from this angle and it's like that pops in and you do that like four times per level and I think it's got like 30 levels in it took me an hour I don't know what the story is it was a bit weird um, <laughs> but I think it was about some I don't know if it was about this husband who's just like abusive or something or or just doesn't care about his kids and the wife should have chucked him out years ago i don't know but (laughs) i have no idea what the story is but it has a nice you know nice color palette and nice little diorama rooms and you know the puzzle gameplay is quite cool it's got an ar mode as well which is kind of cool but yeah it's just yeah in and out said what it needed to say which i wasn't sure what it was but the puzzles were good and that was it Nice. Labs. Fair. Did you um, talking kind of like Apple Arcade and that sort of style puzzle kind of games? Did you? I, I was just looking at us two games, um, games that they played. Did you play Assemble with Care? Yes. Which came to Apple Arcade last year? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was probably about two hours, I guess. But it was mm. it was a. I'm not sure if I talked about it on the podcast. I might have, but um. It's it's basically a uh, no. I'm pretty sure I did talk about it actually. Mate, it was like last October yeah, that it yeah, came out. So yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, you're I, no. I don't blame you for not remembering because I can't remember. But um, 
for a more in-depth talk about it, I guess, go check out that episode, whichever one it was. Episodes from last October. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's uh, it's basically just telling a story of this woman who's moved away from home, um, and she's set up in this town. I think it's like some some, you know, Mediterranean town, and she's basically fixing, um, like, old heirlooms and relics from people's past and families, you know, handed down like a pocket watch and this and that. And it's basically, it's very tactile. It's, you're very much using the touchpad. I don't think playing it with controller, even though I imagine it has controller support, would be, you know, satisfying at all. But you're basically, you know, undoing screws, um, wiping down things, replacing, you know, camera lenses and stuff like that. But yeah, it's it's about a two hour, you know, short narrative game interspersed with these, you know, really tactile puzzles like that you'd find in something like, I don't know, The Room or, or, the, or those, that series of games. But um, mm. yeah, that was also good. Good. You know, if, good. Uh, having a very swift search on Out of Lives. You mm-hmm. did talk about it on episode 189, if people want to go back and take a look mm. uh, or have a listen um, about more with the with Get. Because I was, I was kind of thinking that uh, talking about these mobile games and Apple Arcade, that we haven't had something quite as influential as Florence for yeah. a long a long while Florence was what two years ago now 2018 yeah. um, we haven't had any big kind of mobile game you'd imagine yeah, someone right. like us two games or something maybe on the cusp of that same kind of quality same kind of level of influence and prescience and and just having something kind of killer but I don't know whether anything has kind of really even hit that, that those yeah. sort of notes at all. You're right. I mean, there's, there's, there's as we spoke about last week, the quality is like high for those games, but there's no, you know, want of a better term, killer app mm. that you would um, purchase the, uh, you know, a subscription for. Um, some people like Grindstone, the Capybara, like match-free game. Yeah. I jumped off that pretty quickly but um yeah there's nothing there that is like yes i need to you know get this subscription service so i can play this game Um, right but yeah for me it's it's like oh but we you know have all these consistently other good to great games that on there there's just no 10 out of 10 superb sure you know all you know in every headline uh, app on there, but yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you gonna do? Well, I suppose it, it doesn't. Um, well, I assume it doesn't work like uh, something like PS Plus that you have to have a subscription when games kind of release. That if if I say got an iPhone tomorrow and signed up to Apple Arcade, I could play the entire back catalogue since its yeah. launch. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's it's like Games Pass in that sense. Mm-hmm. It's just like a. It's just you pay for library access versus Ooh. games with gold or. But Games yes, Pass takes plus. games off though. It right. does. So um, the point is, you're yeah. buying access to a library. Yes. Does well, Apple Arcade yes, recycle game... through its library, or is it just so always? So far, no. yeah, it hasn't yeah. yet. But like, it's. I'm just saying, like the PS Plus games with gold thing is, if you don't have access mm. to it on month X, then you don't get this game. Yeah. Mm. And and it's it's like it's that's a subscription access 
thing yeah, that yeah. sucks because if I didn't have it on February 2018, that game isn't accessible to me. While like Games Pass, Apple Arcade, at least are like at this point. Yeah, you're right. Like, game Game Pass yeah. is is the better um, uh, comparison yeah. to to that, mm-hmm. or something like PlayStation Now, I guess, yeah. on, on the PlayStation side of things. I know Google minus streaming. Google were, and I don't know whether they did, but they were no phone. I'm not asking you to do oh, anything. Yeah, they they um, did release something similar, like right. They, after yeah, the they were going to bring out some kind of subscription based model where you had access to X number of games and apps and various certain things, and you could link that in with a family account, so you could then tie it in with other accounts, so other people had access to all of those things, and you had to pay one subscription. I don't know whether that. Did I heard much bad things about it in in terms of oh they haven't really curated this and it's not yeah you, you know they're just putting like not, not any old game but it's like oh with Apple Arcade you know it's a walled garden like there's not gonna be any like free to play stuff in there and stuff mm, like that yeah. but whereas from what I understand the Google Play was just like no we're just gonna put in these games it doesn't matter if. If they're you know if they're new or if they've been out for a while, then it's just I don't know. You know yeah, you don't have that same level of uh, of quality assurance. Mm, I yeah. guess it's kind of they're just trying to catch up almost and mm. just pick things and go. Yep, yeah, that 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 that. Just chuck it on, chuck it on, yeah. see what we can get. But I mean, it's, it kind of sucks that it's like some of these games are just exclusive to Apple Arcade. Um, in terms yeah. of in the mobile space, a lot of them do come to PC yes. and other platforms, but yeah, in terms of mobile, it's kind of cornered the market with that, and it's just kind of lame, you know. <laughs> it's like, uh, let these maybe there's going to be an exclusivity thing where like a year, year be, has gone, and it's like, yeah, now now they start to appear on like Google Play and stuff like that. I'd, I'd at least hope so, um, but yeah, it's still. Still bearing fruit, paying dividends. Um, yeah, the Fold Apart well, came out on fr- last Friday. Was it last? Yeah, Friday just gone. I can't wrap my head around that game. So <laughs> my brain is either broken or they want me to rewire my brain. I, I just can't do it. I don't understand that, the puzzles. Have you? Did, uh, what have you started it and just bounced off of it kind of uh, instantly? Yeah, I I started it and it's like I don't understand this. <laughs> You're basically wrapping paper, and then flipping <laughs> paper. It's like no, my brain, my brain can't do that. I don't know what it is. <laughs> and <laughs> I know what kind of puzzle game I just can't play now. Yeah. Because it's like when you're flipping it around, it's like the other side. It's like mirror image, and like, no, no. You got good reviews, but I cannot play that game. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, as one kind of point to. Um, just bolster the appeal of Apple Arcade. Um, Assemble mm-hmm. with Care, mm-hmm. which we're talking about, came to Steam um, last mm-hmm. month in in March on the twenty sixth. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, yeah. So only about a month ago. Nice. And it is uh, five pounds seventy nine, which is more expensive than a month of Apple Arcade. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Four ninety nine for a month of Arcade. Yeah. So, if you're thinking about getting this on Steam and you have an iPhone, get Apple Arcade for a month instead. Play that. Play loads of other games as well. Yeah. There's a, there's a lot of games on there. Yeah. Mm. I'm still Good. working my way through. Mm. So, is that, a f- is that us for this week? 
I think so. That yeah. sentence came out talk quite hard, so it probably is. <laughs> we could talk about tons of more uh, iPhone games, but <laughs> I think, think the listeners would just be like, mm, I'm good. Yeah, and you're yeah, like, I played this, yeah. it was fine. Cool. I played this, yeah. yeah. Very Little Nightmares. Yeah, yeah. Cool. When's Little Nightmares 2 coming out? <laughs> oh, What's Very Little Nightmares? Yeah, at this point. Oh, it's it, it's it's uh, like an isometric version of Little Nightmares oh. on iPhone. Um, I paid half price for it, which is reasonable because I think it was like seven pounds full price. Mm. It just reminded me how much I like Little Nightmares. <laughs> so it's, perfect, it's a perfect game. like holdover game. Yeah, to just sure. keep that in the mind and mm-hmm. make you excited for the next game. Yeah, I'm really looking yeah. forward to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good. So, uh, Adol, you and I, let's talk about some beers. Um, yep. I think I'm going to kick in quickly because I, I have a, I think a, a clear beer this week that I would go to. Uh, very, very easily. I mean, both beers were really nice. Uh, the Leviathan was a big, big bitter boy. And it was nice as an experience and to have that. Um, but it isn't something I would grab a lot of. I, I would have it again, absolutely. If I saw it on tap somewhere, I would it's go for that a, beer. It's like, default pursuit beer? It, yes, absolutely. The Modern Times, the Spaceways, was just really good. Super soft, lots of flavour to it. And really, really easy. Uh, I would more than happily grab another can right now and just just right. keep drinking it and and continue drinking it for the rest of the night. Uh, one of the better beers I think I've had in the last few weeks, really. Nice. Um, just just so soft, so soft and full of flavour. Um, nice. I suppose there is a reason why people like Modern Times and a lot of these bigger American breweries or more popular American breweries I'd say not bigger but more popular American breweries are kind of always in uh, in conversation because from this example Modern Times making some very very nice beer mm-hmm. in these modern times exactly so that's mine for this week Adol how about you uh, I really like both my beers. I think I'm going to have to skew local with the Dark Energy by Good mm. Chemistry. Which, uh, so, um, I really like the public access. I thought the, um, the fact that you could have a pint of, um, double dry hopped IPA that had this, like, really nice tropical, um, slightly malty, um, balanced beer was really good but ultimately like the black IPA just uh, from good chemistry just did a lot more more safely yeah it's 7% versus 8 if you care um, but it just was more nuanced it, mm-hmm. there, more beer was happening there's more like interesting things and I think the ba- the clincher for me was the fact that even though it's a black IPA like I would get a second yeah nice. like it's the right balance of IPA and maltiness that is a black IPA, such that it's not like novelty. Yeah, if that makes sense. So I would easily grab either secondarily, but like this is very the black IPA, uh, the dark energy is way more impressive for a. I'm kind of like, I don't think my mood matters. Like I would definitely get a second one of these. Like mm. that's really hard to do with a bippa. Um, and I, and it just like I said, it just has a little more depth. Yeah. Nice. It's a good testament to yeah. its quality. 
Yeah, yeah um, absolutely. Can. I like I like the uh, I won't can the spacesuit guy, but best can good can. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, I really like this can. It's, yeah, I like, do as well. That's like, that's really nice, but the good can well, like, ones. And it's just, so well done that the like the the fact that they've done a blur on the terror, so mm-hmm. it's not like really aggressive. Even though, like, clearly the sentiment what they want to do is like something's punched a hole in the thing and you see an astronaut, but then they blurred and softened the actual hole, so you get that feeling, but you don't feel like. Like mm. that's that's a nuance that's appreciated. Yeah, yeah I really like. Like the, these should be very strong lines, and they're not because they thought about yeah. a thing. Someone was like, "Nope, I want this to evoke a thing, but not make evoke it too hard." What's the What's the little logo on the bottom? Yeah. Oh, this like fake QR code. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what really drives me nuts is it feels like like the printer just stopped here. Like, <laughs> I, I want this to be complete. That is, not, and I'm sure that's, that's a design for a T-shirt in Animal Crossing. Yeah, it definitely is. It's like, <laughs> hey, do you want to do you want to like a, a stranded astronaut on your Animal Crossing chest? <laughs> <laughs> Scan this. Well, have you seen my Salus top? The scanning is very good. It, uh, yeah, it looks good. Yeah. I mean, that's a that that's that's a next week topic of customization. <laughs> yeah, I've just unlocked the Able Sisters. Uh, Shop. I think I really enjoy how I've had it for like a full week before Lucy, and she's just completely outpaced me. Like I am actually, I don't know what she just said. Like I don't know what she meant. I, I haven't been do, playing the game a lot in the past week, and I haven't paying attention to the world. Mm-hmm. So I, I've got there's no, a close shop like, waiting you. Yeah. If if we're going to talk customization, I think we have to get Lauren back on because she's got some crazy pictures Ooh. of her cats oh, yeah. as wallpaper we and t-shirts get and shit like that for multiple reasons, but also because she's playing the shit out of this. Yeah. Game. She puts my island to shame. My island looks like a dirt mound compared to hers. So. My so, but the thing is, your island might look like a dirt mound. My island is literally a dirt mound, full of weeds. Like what? What, what you what you're saying is. Lauren makes your island look like my island. (laughs) Perfect. Let's finish there for this week. If you want to get hold of all of us, we are at Tanked Up Cast on Instagram and on Twitter. I'm at Nova underscore 47 almost everywhere. Lucy, Mm. where can people get you? Juicy Loose 9 everywhere. Good. Adol, where can people get you? I don't want to tell you. Uh, no, I, I'm the Omniarch on all the things uh, except Twitch, which I've actually been mm. watching. So you can watch me at the underscore Omniarch. Um, it's not a euphemism. Uh, it's streaming on Twitch. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and But also, I think next week we're going to try and see if we can stream, live stream the podcast mm. as well. Oh. Um, oh. But uh, yeah, from the Omniarch, T-H-E-O-M-N-I-A-R-C-H, on all the things. Uh, you can also catch us on our Instagram that Ben actually bothers to do the things on, because well, I'm terrible at it, and Lucy's better, but, or worse, I can't think. Worse. But, yeah. I'm worse at uh, everything. <laughs> uh, so, get, I mean, 
I will say one thing, which is um, we've been around for a while, mm. and um, if you do listen, uh, doing giving a review on whatever your podcast platform of choice is really helps us because as an older podcast with a niche viewership, like the algorithms aren't friendly, and this is the way to like promote it. But also, I think it's just like, look, we. I think we have at least a mod- minimum level of entertainment value for people like beer and video games, <laughs> and uh, three. Like that's a <laughs> yeah, that's a thing that that like some people want right now, and like being able to spread that might be useful. And and also, uh, I think we'd all love to hear from from you and also new voices and go forward. But uh, interact with us absolutely absolutely you can do that um again in in various different ways you can find out of lives on facebook and comment on any of the tanked up uh posts of the episode posts that we put up you can come to the out of lives discord as well you can go to outoflives.net and comment on the um the tanked up posts that we put up too Uh, we have various channels in the discord there's um video games there's a beer channel Uh, there's a philosophy channel if you want to chat to adam and all of his philosophy friends yeah, the the philosophy channel isn't actually chatting philosophy. It's just literally that segment of new users doing their own chatting. Yeah. So, like, don't be afraid of that channel. <laughs> if you want to join that specific population in doing generic video game shit, um, we do a group launch of a movie that is usually available on UK Netflix on Fridays. Mm. Um uh, on Mondays uh, and Sundays, I tend to run something like Jackbox or whatever on the Discord. Uh, mm-hmm. You guys are all more than welcome to join. We we always have, it's not like we're on Max users, yeah. but it's basically I've committed to on Sundays and on Mondays because of like just different commitments of people who populations who want to hang out. I'm like, cool. Well, why don't we try this thing out? And then eventually these people fade and like. Join us, like yeah. if you wanna, yeah, we want to. We tried to do Cards Against Humanity on Monday. Well, uh, Cards Against Humanity knockoff because clearly, PlayCards.io or whatever the website was got fucking told off. Because then now they're like, I can't remember what they call it, but it's some knockoff name of cards, and it's like <laughs> well, you just changed the title of the card. You you definitely were like, we'll just copy Cards Against Humanity because they like open license things. We could just put that online, and they were like no you can print that shit off but you can't just make an online game with our title <laughs> and they're like cool we'll just change the label now they're purple cards and all the prompts are the same um, anyway uh, that I mean if you yeah so basically we're, we're we're doing things and also taking suggestions but uh, I'm always around on the discord and happy to run some sort of games I'm trying to figure out what the like the default is something like Scriblio which is like online mm. Pictionary you can always join us on that you don't need to be in the voice chat on the discord but it's kind of fun to do but like if you're just in those things contact us or jump on the discord yeah, and we can yeah absolutely and uh, as we've chatted about this evening uh with call of duty warzone if you're playing you want to play with us or hook up with uh various different users we have a warzone chat on the discord as well yeah. and you can probably just pop in say hey uh, and after the I'm mighty gig download um so, yeah. yeah, as the ginormous download, which is the whole fucking game, you have to it's download the entire of, oh, game of Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Nope. Wow. nope. I mean, I think they—they they, it's not that they didn't no, find one. No, actually, I think they could have. 
It's just yeah, uh, yeah. That's what I'm saying. They just chose not to. No, I think it's because like when they say, "Oh, Call of Duty's got a free weekend this weekend," it's to get in those Warzone players, and it's like, "Oh, I don't Mm, need to download a massive update. It's already there. Get hooked to Rust or something." (laughs) Free for all on Rust. Done. Forty quid spanks gone. Mm, yeah. Yeah. So. That's how you can get hold of all of us. Tell us about the beers you've been drinking. Tell us about the games you've been playing. Mm. For this week, we have been tanked up. Bye-bye. Bye. See you on booty. Uh, Ciao. See you at Bristopia. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm not a baby, so I won't see you anywhere. (laughs) Oh, you can feel the jealousy. (laughs) You like the baby games? (laughs) All games, all games are for babies. Oh, this one's just true. more explicitly so. Yeah. But have you seen it's, the it's, baby update for the other baby game on the other baby console? Are you t- oh wait? Are you saying about um, getting World View on uh, S uh, Super Mario Maker? Yes. I, I thought we were going to talk about it, and we didn't. Now we're in the outro, and you're bringing up an entire news item. I forgot about it. do about it. It's fine. It's fine. Because <laughs> you fine. won't yeah. be saying anything anyway. <laughs> <laughs> instead we're just gonna talk shit at you we're not gonna have that bit where you're like i'm trying to participate we're just gonna be like fuck off then go down for fire well not to that extent but like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. But, yeah. i mean i don't know why you're talking ben we're not recording they they put in an update where it's like yes cry everyone was crying for super mario Bros. 2 i don't know why but um the yanks were at least and then yeah yeah Make your own Look, world. Turnips are important, as we've discovered in Animal Crossing. <laughs> yes. www.outoflives.net.